Today's Dav is Dav Lamed Vav. The next few blot are really significant in terms of people that are studying for smicha. So there's a number of different uh, sections in the Talmud that have to be studied before you learn all of the necessary halachas that are found in Yeridea. And, uh, you know, they used to have, the, the Rav used to give a shir here, a Yeridea shir. So, uh, a number of, the, of you who took it, so these concepts should be somewhat familiar to you, but they're basic uh, uh, concepts that are needed in Hilchas Taruvas, Hilchas Basa B'chalav. So we have in, 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 in Chulin, there's a whole section, and in Masechus of Zara, but there's also sections here in Masechus Nazir that deal with some of these Taruvas type uh, concepts that are, are needed, as I said, for, for the Bechina that people take on, uh, in Hilchas Taruvis and for Smicha. So what we're going to be focusing on was the Shita of Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva said something very interesting. We said, based on the Pasuk of Mishras, it says that Mishras Yayin, which means that something has been absorbed or infused with wine, you have some, let's say a piece of bread that's infused with wine, with bread, that a Nazir is of Malkus for eating a Kezayas of it. Now, the Rosh points out, obviously we're not talking about that the amount that was infused was a kazayas. If the amount of, 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 of uh, wine is a kazayas, it's been infused, then what's the chiddush? Then you're having a kazayas, let's say of, of Rebbe, that it's kazayas for the eating and the drinking. So therefore, what's the chiddush? You ate a kazayas. Obviously, he's telling you is that what the Torah is saying, it's absorbed, it's infused, means even if there's not a, enough wine on its own to have equal to a kazayas, but it di- when you add it to, together with the piece of bread, then you have a kazayas. Now that's a huge chiddush. That's teaching me the concept of the heters mitzvah to iser, that the permissible part connects with the prohibited part to give you the shear of a kazayas, and for eating that you're getting lashes, which... Uh, uh, Technically, you're getting lashes for eating part of what you're eating was mutter to get the shear. That's a huge, huge chiddush. It's called hetem stav leiser. That is what um, uh, what what Rabbi Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Akiva was teaching me. There actually is a um, there is a uh, uh, <coughs> uh, the uh, there seems to be a machlokas here between the Mephorosh and the Russian tells us. How are you learning from the word uh, from the word Mishras? Where we where are we learning it from? Uh, is it from the word Mishras itself or from the word Vechol Mishras? The Mephorashia seems to learn from the word Vechol Mishras to tell me the Het is Mustafa Le'Isra in the Shita of Yekiva. We're not going to go with that Shita. We're going with the Shita of the Rosh. And tell us that the word Mishras itself, that the fact it's telling you something infused is your Chayafo obviously means that the amount is on its own is less. It's only because you have that which it's bonding to is what's creating the shear, and that's already a chiddush. Now, what's the point here? Amar Rabbi Yechonon, Rav said in the name of his Rebbe, Rav Yechonon, Kol Yisurin Shabbatayra Ein Hetem Yisraf Le'Isra. This is unique, that it, 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 only to Nazir, because all other Yisurim in the Torah, if you eat a Chatzik Kazais of Chalev together with a Chatzik Kazais of Shuman, you eat it together, even though now you have a full Kazayas, but only half of it is Isser, you will not say Hetzir's Mitzvah of Isser. The only time the Torah is, indicates that Hetzir's Mitzvah of Isser is unique to the situation 
of Nazir. That's a statement made by Rabbah in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, and that's what we're going to be questioning. So he says like this again. He says, Kol Isurish Batara Ainat Masarab Isur, Chut Misure Nazir. Share Torah Amra, because the Torah went out of its way and said Mishras. It said the word Mishras infused. So it's a specific, specifically uh, unique to Nazir Halacha that we say over here, Hetem Sal Isur, but we don't say it anywhere else. There's some of the uh, more uh, Eon type of Halacha that you have to get into it. Is it specifically over here because it's, it's in an, a mixture, it's absorbed together, but what happens? It would be like not a mixture, but it would be particles that don't absorb, like the Chatsi Kazai's Caleb and Chatsi Kazai's Shuman, would that be similar to it? So that you're, let's say it would be grapes, eating on the grapes on bread. Which, so that, 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 I'm not going to get into the details, but whatever you, they're differently shown to take different positions on it, but whatever the infusion concept is applicable to what it's, if it's, if it, it applies specifically to Hetem and Stavl Isser by Nazir and not anywhere else. Comes along Zairi and so he says, Amar Af Soar Beval Taktiru, that there is another area in Halacha where we're going to see this concept applied. And that is in the Halacha of Soar, in the prohibition of Baal Taktiru. The Torah, Mithashem, we'll learn, we'll start in a, in, in, in a number of weeks. We're going to learn Sefer Vayikra, and in the Sefer Vayikra, Perak Beis, the Torah says, Kol Soar Bechol is that you're not allowed to burn on the Mizbeach any leaven or any honey. So let's focus on the first clause, any leaven, which means that all grain offerings that are brought on the Mizbeach have to be matzah. They cannot be chomets. Soar is, 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 is dough that's risen. Soar is not allowed to be brought. You're not allowed to be, uh, have any chomets on the Mizbeach. Now, we're going to see that uh, this opinion that Zairi is espousing is the shita of Rav Elozer, Rav Eliezer. All right, what is Rav Elozer, Rav Eliezer's shita? Lezer learns like this. He learns that the pasuk says ki chol seor loisaktiru. The word ki and the word kol are extra. Should have said seor loisaktiru. What have to say ki chol seor? All right. So from there he learns a double drasha. That one of the words, the word kol, teaches me is that you could be chayev even if you don't put the full amount. Now what's the full amount of grain that normally goes on the Mizbeach? How much of grain do we put? Excellent, Johnny. That is called the komets. You have to put a komets, a full amount. Now, although the komets has more than one kezayis in it, so, so what Rabbi Lezra learns is that the kol se'or teaches, even if you put a part of the komets, not the full komets, on the Mizbeach, you will still have violated a Torah violation and you'll subject to lashes. That's what the word kol is teaching me. What does the word ki, ki kol se'or, what does the word ki come to teach me? I'm just explaining it. The Machlob is Rav in Abaya in... in, in um, in, in, uh, in, uh, where is that Machlokas? That's, uh, in, uh, in Menachas. Uh, uh, but we're gonna learn this right now, like Rava. According to uh, Rava, the word key teaches me that even if it's not a full Kazais on its own, but it's a mixture 
Meaning that you have some matzah particles mixed in with the chametz particles to reach the shear of a kazayas, you will also be chayev lashes for kikolsa or which says the Eri, so you see that there is, it's not only by the law of Nazir that we apply this Heter Mitzarev Le'isur concept, but even by the laws of Baltaktiru, by the Mincha, we also, by the Mizbeach, we also have this concept. That's the point that Ziri is making. Is there an and therefore just calling it out? Hey, you learn it two no, we'll, 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 we'll see. We'll see exactly where because it's not Rabbi Yochanan. He's not really caution of Yochanan per se because he doesn't have to say that we hold like Rabbi Eliezer. Ziri's position is based on Rabbi Eliezer. He doesn't have to necessarily hold like that. But let's see. So Gemara says like this: Ziri Amar Avsaar Bebal Taktiru. Keman, who's the Iri going in which Tana is the Iri saying this? It's in the Sheet of Rabalazar. The Darish Ki Kol. Again, uh, Ki Kol Saor. It's based on the Ki, as I, the Rav explained it, the double words, Ki and Kol. So that's what it's based on. Now, what the Gemara asks now, Shonim expresses in different ways. But let me say it in a way, the way I understood it, the, uh, the most sim- simplest way. Is that in that Rabalazar's Sheet that allows you to look at the words ki and kol. Kol means it doesn't have to be the full amount, even if it's partial amount, which means it doesn't have to be full comet. It could even be a kazais of the comet. And the ki then teaches the mixture was not really the primary area where Rabbi Eliezer learned this. It's true, Rabbi Eliezer, according to ways the Eri is explaining, Rabbi Eliezer applied it to the case of Sa'or on the Mizbeach, but actually, the primary area where Ze'iri, where, where Abelazar first said this halacha, is actually by the laws of Machmetzis, by them eating leaven on Pesach. The passage says, Kol Machmetzis Leisachelu. Kol Machmetzis, you're not allowed to eat something which has become chametz. And what does Abelazar hold? He holds, Kol Machmetzis means that even if it's not purely chametz, but it's cold. There, any amount of it is chametz. It means chametz has been mixed into the mixture. Even though some of it is not chametz, you will still be high of lashes for eating a kezayis. Right? Similar concept. And in fact, what the Gemara is going to ask, that was really the original drasha. Kol machmetzes, if the word kol teaches it in part, that then shifts over to the laws of the Mizbeach, that ki kol, mach, uh, ki kol su'ar teaches you the kol means part of it, even if it's not the full, and the ki teaches you even if it's a tarugos, but it starts with that the word kol by chametz means that even if you don't, according to Rabbi Eliezer, kol machmetzes, that even if you have a mixture that is chametz, that it's a kazai, even if it's not all but that's where Rabbi Leder starts, which therefore, what the Gemara is asking is, why does Ze'iri take, he wants to say that, listen, even though Rabbi Yochanan just got through saying that the only case you find Heter is Mitzvah Le'isr is the case of Nazir, there are other cases too, especially if you go with the sheet of Rabbi Leizer. Well, if you want to say the sheet of Rabbi Leizer, then why are you jumping to the case of Mizbeach 
Right? Why not start with where Rabbi Eliezer started? Where did Rabbi Eliezer start? The case of Machmetzes, of eating Chometz on Pesach. That would also be an example. That's actually the primary example of where Rabbi Eliezer took that position. So what um, uh, forces Ze'iri go to, go, to, list, to list the case of Menachos, if anything, list all three cases, or just list the primary case? But uh, as case number two, why is he listed in case number two, the case of Seor on the Mizbeach, and not the case of Machmetz, of Chometz on Pesach? That's Imran's question. So Imran says like this, if in fact the Iri is, um, uh, uh, is, 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 is premise of his statement is based on the Tana Rebbe Eliezer, right, the Darish Kol, Kol Seor, then he then that should then he should have at least also included or only included the primary case, which is the case of Chometz. He should also. You're right. That point Rabziri is not telling us an exhaustive list. He's saying there are other cases. Why did he specifically, out of the cases of Rabbi Eliezer, take the case of Seor of Menachos and not the case of Machmetzes of Sochim? Why? He says like this. Because, in fact, in, uh, in, in Menachos, there's a Machlokas, Rava and Abaya, how to learn, on, in, uh, in, in, uh, how to learn the prohibition of Sa'or on the Mizbeach. The example that we just gave, the, the, the case, the way we explained it, the way Ziri just put forth, is that really, uh, what are you chayev for putting on the, of, of Chometz on the Mizbeach? What are you chayev? You don't have to have the full uh, comet, but what do you have to have at least? A you have to have a kazais. And the and the and the chiddush of uh, of Rabbi Eliezer is that it doesn't have to be a full kazais as long as it equals up to a kazais because you're combining the heter with the iser. Right? That is the way Rava explains. That shita of in, in, in Menachos. However, Abaya disagrees. Abaya's position is that when the Torah tells you kol, mach, kol seor lo zaktiru, kol means any any amount, even the smallest amount of seor that you put on the mizbeach, you are liable lashes for. Even the smallest amount. That's how. That's what Abaya understands. Now, if you go with Abaya then this would never be an example of where you see Heter combines with Isser. Why is it not an example of Heter combines with Isser? Yeah, because as soon as you put the smallest amount of it, so therefore the reason why Ziri specifically took this example, because he wants to show you that he believes the correct understanding is the shot in Rava and not the way Abaya explains it. So you're right, he could have given the case of Chometz. But that wouldn't have taught him what he wanted to... He wants to show that the right way to understand Rabbi Lezer in, in Menachos is not the way Abaya understands the Psukim, but it's the way Rava understands the Psukim. That's why he picked that particular case. So what is it like this? And you know, you're right. That you could have given the case of Chometz on Pesach, but But what he wants to do is to show you to the exclusion of the Shita of Abaya to Amar Yeshach Terbebachas that he holds the violation of burning Chometz Mizbeach applies even on less than a Kazayas Kamash Malan Enak Terbebachas Mizbeach. He wants to teach you like Rava said that you're not going to be higher if it's less than a Kazayas. So that it has to be a Kazayas. The novelty of Rebbe is even though it has to be a Kazayas. 
part of that kezayis can be non-chametz item as well because it combines heter litzav leister. Now, now you pointed out, which is correct, Zairi is not necessarily pushing back on Rabbi Yochanan because Rabbi Yochanan doesn't have to hold like Rabbi Eliezer. You know, Yochanan can say, in the sheet of the Chachamim, there's only one example. What's that example? That example is the example of Nazir. Comes along Rabbi, uh, comes along Zairi and says, well, if you take Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Eliezer into account, then you might have a second or third example as well. Okay, that's where we're up to right now. No questions. Now, Yosef Rabdimi, the Ka'amar Lola Hashmaita. Rabdimi, who is also a Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan, re- uh, repeated the teaching of Rabbi Yochanan that Rabbi Voz said, is that there's only one example, specifically the case of Nazir, where you see Heter is Mitzvah Isser, where you can combine the Heter and the Isser together to create the Shir to be in violation. Now the Gemara actually is going to ask a question. Now we're going to go through, Abai is going to go through a long Mishnah, with the interpretation of Rabbi Yochanan. But what is going to come out now, a contradiction of Rabbi Yochanan. Because the way Rabbi Yochanan appears to explain this Mishnah, you're relying on Heter Mitzvah Isser. And it is not a case of Nazir. Now you have a problem. Because Rabbi Yochanan himself seems to be saying that there's another example of Heter Mitzvah Isser other than case of Nazir. So how could Rabbi Yochanan before have said there's only one case of Hetem Mitzvah Le'Isser if now we're finding another case of where there seems to be Hetem being Mitzvah Le'Isser. Everybody with me? Now, there's a couple of uh, halachas that you need to know before we understand this Mishnah. Now, let's just go, let's understand this for, uh, quickly. There is a um, concept of a, of, 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 of a primary tumor and a secondary term. I'm not going to go through, we'll learn Chagiga, please God. We'll go through all of these intricate, very detailed halochas. But just let's say primary and secondary. Residual tumor and a primary tumor. A primary tumor has the capacity, right, not only to disqualify that which it comes into contact with, right, let's talk about a food, for example, but also sometimes it can infuse into that item a, the ability to transfer the tumor to the next level. So now, a primary tumor can take truma. Truma, which is a sacrificial, which is a, a sanctified food, a primary tumor can not only disqualify it, but can infuse in it the ability for that truma now to transfer over. Truma, in, when it's not tummy, can only be eaten by a kohen. When it becomes tummy, even a kohen is not allowed to eat it. There's nothing to do, you have to burn it. There's nothing to do with it. Now, Let's, let's, let's understand as follows. A person, we're dealing with a person over here that had to go to the mikvah and that night, he goes to the mikvah and that night he becomes completely tummy. Uh, uh, uh completely tar, excuse me. Now, there is a stage between mikvah and nightfall that's called a tvul Before he goes to the mikvah, he's considered to be a primary tumor. When the a person goes to the mikvah, he now is considered to be a secondary tumor. Meaning, before he went to the mikvah, if he would touch truma, he would create a situation where the truma now would still be able to make something else tummy. If he went to the mikvah, some of his tumor has left him. He's got a residual tumor, but he can still disqualify truma. Can't cause the truma to become tummy to go on, but he can disqualify it. Now, that's when the food is truma. If the food was chulin, 
Bear with me. The food was chulin. Before he went to the mikvah, he can disqualify it. Once he goes to the mikvah, he doesn't have an ability to disqualify his tumah. So therefore, tful yom disqualifies truma, does not disqualify chulin. If he already went to the mikvah and it's before nightfall. Right? Everybody with me on that? Yeah. Now, the case we're going to have here, we're going to combine, we're going to be talking about two situations of porridge. Okay? Porridge. Grits. We're talking about two situations of porridge. Right? Eisevei Abayis. Abayis asking for the following Mishnah. Mikvah. Mikvah is a porridge. Okay? Now, the case over here is going to be case one, is that the grain was truma. The grain itself was truma. The condiments that flavor it, the oil and the garlic, they used to mix it with oil and garlic, that went into the porridge, that was chulin. So you have a mixture of truma grain, which is the primary, the, max, the, the majority of this mixture, with secondary condiments that are mixed into it, which are chulin. Alright? Now, so amik bashal truma, vashum vashemen, and the garlic and the oil of chulin. So you have this mixture. V'naga t'vul yoyim b'miktsosan. And a t'vul yoyim came, didn't realize, maybe he did realize, he touched a part. Now it's, it's all in, it's, it's, it's all one mass, but he didn't touch, he didn't put his hand over the whole thing. He just touched the corner. He touched one end of this mass of porridge. Okay? Now, posal es He disqualified the entire porridge. Now let's step back for a moment. Even though he only touched one part of it, he disqualifies the entire amount. Now we just said in my introduction is that a tzvul yom can only disqualify truma. He does not disqualify chulin. All right. So now you have to ask yourself: so why in this case does he disqualify the entire amount? So one way you could look at it, you could say, is since the majority of this mixture is truma. Therefore, the majority nullifies the minority. And therefore, we look at the entire mixture as what? Truma. truma. As truma. Because if you don't say that it nullifies it, then you would have to say that, that it blocks it. It acts as a block that doesn't allow the truma to go through the entire Item because they're holding pieces in the way along the way. So, but we don't say we say the entire amount is 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 tame. So the, the entire amount is tame. Must we viewing the entire amount as truma? If you're viewing the entire amount as truma, it must be. Then we're assuming it must be why because you're applying the laws of nullification. With me? Yeah. Okay. Now, so now say the more like this. Since the majority is truma, therefore. It's truma. And therefore, touching one part is like touching, touching the whole, whole thing of truma and it makes it all disqualified. Okay. Now, let's say the other way around. Let's say the mikvah is shulchulin. The, the primary part of this, the grain part of it, was chulin, which is not susceptible to disqualification from the tful yoyim. However, the minority part that's mixed in... Yes is Hashum Shemen was Shel Truma. Okay? Naga Tvul Yom Ben Let's say the Tvul Yom here touches the uh, small part of it. Now, before we read what the Gemara does rule, what would you think logically you would say in this case? 
Well, I, you would say logically it's, it's not, it's, it's cool in, it's not a problem. Why would you say that? Because if the first chart, in the first part you said, well, the majority nullifies the minority, and that's what the status becomes. So in the Chorah, that should be in the second half of the Mishnah, yeah, that it should be the majority nullifies the minority. It should all be viewed Chulin. If it's all viewed as Chulin, what should be the Din? It's not, it's not that's what it should be, right? right? But we know that Truma has special rules. Okay, again, uh, let's see, let's see. So why is it like this? So when Nagat William Mitzosan, Lo Pasal Ella Makamago. In this case, it doesn't disqualify the entire amount, but the area where he put his hand does become disqualified. Now, Vahavinambo, now the Bnei Yeshiva who are studying this, alright, were perplexed. Havina means they were perplexed by this ruling. Maka maga, my puzzle. If you follow the logic all the way through, that the primary uh, it nullifies the secondary mixture in here, then why should even where you touched be disqualified? The chora, the whole thing should be viewed as chulin. Shab not becomes qualified. Now this is the kicker. Amar Rav Barachana, Amar Rav Yochanan steps up to the plate of Yochanan, and what does Rav Yochanan say? Ma tam, what's the reason? Since a czar, a non-Kohen, if he would... Now, the simple understanding right now is the way that more understands it in the question. If a non-Kohen were to eat, if a non-Kohen were to eat a small amount of this mixture, if a non-Kohen were to eat a small amount of this mixture, lechora, a kezayis, Right? Like his eyes of the mixture, he would get lashes. Since he would get lashes, alright, that means for that at least the part that is touched, at least the part that is touched has the capacity, it's got the capacity to give a non-Cohen lashes, so you see, for some reason, we're not saying complete nullification over here. So since we're not saying complete nullification, we're viewing as if the truma remains intact. Johnny says, the truma, we have a special law. Whatever, it stays intact. Therefore, we don't say, we don't say that it's completely chulin, because if he would eat a kazais from it, he'd be chayah for eating truma. Obviously, it doesn't become nullified. Therefore, the part that the full yom touches does become Tummy. Now, what the Gemara wants to understand over here, what do you mean that if a non-Kohen will eat a kezayis, he eats as if he eats a kezayis of it, he's going to get lashes? One second. This is not only truma. It's for, if anything, the majority of this is actually chulin. So how could he get lashes for eating a kezayis? Isn't it considered to be a mixture of chulin and truma together? And yet, what does Rabbi Yochanan say? That if a non-Kohen will show up and eat a kezayis of it, what's going to be the alocha? He'll get lashes. Why should he get lashes? In that kezayis, you have at least 50%, if not more, of that kezayis is made up of Chulin could only be one shot. What is Rabbi Yochanan? What must Rabbi Yochanan hold? It doesn't. Uh... Why are you getting lashes if it's less than a kazayas of truma? Because it must hold any smallest amount. Then is, would do it. No, no, that's not the halacha for eating truma. Eating truma non comes out of kazayas. Must there's only one explanation. It must be that the heter portion combines with the Isser, and we view the whole thing as being a Kezayis of Truma. That could be the only way to explain how come Rabbi Yochanan said. Rabbi Yochanan is trying to explain why over here, when you touch the part you touch, 
doesn't become disqualified. Why? Why are you viewing it as truma? He says, because if you eat a kazais of it, you're high for eating truma if you're non-Kohen. Okay, we can discuss that. But that's his point that he makes. But Lechorah, why are you eating, if you eat a kazais of it, why should it be chayim? Lechorah, that kazais does not only have truma in it, it's a mixture. It has, it has, and has actually even, even, you'd argue more non, but what do you see must be the Rabbi Yochanan holds, the heter is combined to Issa. Comes along Rabbi, he says, now I have a contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, at the beginning of today's daf said, that the only time you say Heter combines with Iser is the case of Nazir. And here I see by Truma, Rabbi Yochanan must be holding the same thing. Everybody got the question? Alright, so when it says like this, my time, eh, why would Rabbi Yochanan be saying that you get Malchus for eating a Kazai's love? Is it not? Mishum de Heter Mitzdavla Iser is because the Heter part of this, which is the grain part of it, is combined with the Iser part. What's the Iser part? The oil and the, um, the garlic. That must be the reason. So Amar Lay, so, this is what, uh, this was a, a buyer's question on Rabdi, uh, a buyer, a buyer asked this on, on Rabdimi. Rabdimi responded. He says, no, you're misunderstanding Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan says, the reason why when you touch, the area you touch becomes disqualified is it's, uh, and we don't say complete nullification of the truma, is because you'll be chayv and a kazayas. He doesn't mean you'll be chayv if you only ate a kazayas. We have a very important halacha, which has tremendous halachic ramifications, is called Kedeh Achilles Pras. Kedeh Achilles Pras is the shear in which, if you want to consider something eaten at one sitting, it has to be consumed in the amount of time it takes to eat a half a loaf of bread. Now, the shitas in the, in the postgame vary anywhere from three to nine minutes. Now, we know that that has important aspects to it. For example, you want to eat a kazais of matzah, and we pass, and you have to eat two kazaisim of matzah to be yotze, right? A person can't just squeeze it into a ball and swallow two kazaisim with one shot. You have to eat it, right? In order to be yotze, you have to consume it kadei achilas pras. That's anyway, depending on the different shitas, between three and nine minutes. That's a shir called kadei achilas pras. The amount of time it takes to eat something uh, the amount of time it would take to eat a half a loaf of bread. So what, what, uh, Rab Dimi is going to suggest over here, that Rab Yochanan said that you are chayef for eating a kazayas, you'll get lash of your kazayas. He doesn't mean if from this truma chulin mixture, a non-Kohen ate just the kazayas on its own, he would get lashes. There you wouldn't get lashes, right? Because of Yochanan's opinion, you don't say heter mitzdarv le'iser, and this is a mixture of heter and iser, you wouldn't be eating a kazais of truma. What he means is that if there's enough mixture of iser infused into this mixture, that if over, let's say, take the sheet of nine minutes, if over nine minutes you would sit down, I think the rush calculates it's one-eighth, one-eighth of this mixture has truma mixed in. That means if you would eat a half a loaf of this mixture, and in that half a loaf would be contained a kezayis, you would get lashes for eating truma if you were a non-Kohen. That's what he means. So therefore, he's explaining that the truma does not become nullified. That is expressed in the fact that if you eat nine minutes of this stuff, and you would consume a kezayis of truma, you would get lashes. Therefore, the area that you touch will become disqualified. That's how to understand Rabbi Yochanan. Now that's rebuffs 
the, the question, it's, uh, it's a rebuttal to the question of Abayah. Because Abayah said, how could you be Chayav and Akazayas? Must be the Hetras combined with Esther. We're not saying the Hetras combined with Esther. So why are you Chayav Because we're talking about that you ate enough over nine minutes that contained in it a Kazayas. Okay, that is what he is saying. Now, the Gemara is going to question over here because that itself is a tremendous chiddish. What? That, that itself is a tremendous chiddish. Because it's one thing to say, you know, matzah, if you eat the matzah, you're not eating with anything else. There's nothing mixed into it. So you eat the matzah over nine minutes, over three minutes, you consume a Kazayas. That's the shear you have to be. The chiddish we're saying over here is you're going to get lashes it's a derisa. Lashes means it's derisa. You're over the isser of derisa, even though I am not just eating the isser over the nine minutes. There's other pieces and other things. In, but what but Rabdimi is saying, that also is considered to be a violation. Derisa, kadei achilas pras. As long as there's a kazais in the mixture, that's considered to have eaten the kazais of isser over the nine minutes. That's what Rabdimi is answering. So let's eat inside. He says... That's incorrect. That's not the pshat over here. My kezayis. What is the pshat over here of kezayis? The ikah kezayis b'chdei achilas pras. It means that in the nine minutes you are eating this mixture which has hetter in it as well. But you have iser, a, a unadulterated iser of kezayis within the nine minutes. Right. Frek the Gemara. V'achilas pras the rice. Is that type of an achilas pras the rice? Because again, where you have other things mixed in, would that really be considered an instant the rice? The Gemara's questioning. I understand that achilas pras, you want to tell me when you're just eating the item on its own. But if you're eating it mixed with other things in, does that, is that considered to be an instant the rice? And, and you're, you have to say it's a the rice because you're giving the guy lashes for it. The Gemara's questioning, is that the case? So Murat answers Rabdimi, Amalei in. So he says, yeah, I just, I hold it this year. Okay, what you could learn is that the rabbi said, don't consume a kazais over nine minutes in this type of case, but we're not going to give you lashes for it, because if you did it, it's not a deraisa. But we saying, Rabbi Yochanan saying, you get lashes, must be holds a deraisa. That's what he's saying over here. So Abai questions whether it would be a deraisa, Abdimi saying it is a deraisa, according to Rabbi Yochanan. So when says, Iachi, if so, then Amai Pligi Rabbonin Aleid Rabbi Lozer Bekutach Ababli. Now, Rabbi Lozer, this was the Rabbi Lozer we talked about before. Remember we said that there's an argument in the Sechet Sachim between Rabbi Lozer and the Chachomim. Right? We said, uh, we just brought down the case by Menachos, but we said that also Rabbi Lozer Shita is that if you have Machmetzes, if you have Chometz, that is mixed together with matzah with non-chametz items according to Rabbi Lezer if you eat a kazais of that mixture you will still get lashes you will still be over nisderizer Chachamim said no now the case they're actually talking about is the kutach habavli there was this mixture some kind of cheese dip called kutach we come across it multiple times in the shas it used to be interestingly enough they used to put moldy bread moldy bread mixed into this cheese-like type of dip. It was very pungent, and they used to dip. It was like a dip. It was like some, some, some kind of moldy bread cheese dip. It doesn't sound very appetizing. But anyway, it was considered to be a big hit in, in Babel at the time. <laughs> now, the thing is like this, is that this is combined, this cheese dip is combined with multiple ingredients, and not all of them are chametz, Right? Now, that comes along Rabbi Eliezer and says, if on, or Rabbi Lozer, if on Pesach you eat a kazayas of this cheese dip, 
you will be uh, violated the Isr Chometz and you'll get lashes. Right? That's right. Chacham said, no. You're not going to get lashes. Ask to the Gemara like this. According to the Chachamim say unequivocally you will not get lashes. If what we just said right now, the way we're explaining Rav Dimi, that even if you don't hold that Heter combines with Isser, right? But you do hold that if you would continue eating something over nine minutes or over three minutes, there would be a Kezayis of Isser contained in it, you could still be high of lashes. So how could the Chachamim just unequivocally say no? If somebody eats this, uh, this Kutach Abavli on Pesach, he's not going to get lashes. What do you mean? Don't you have to check and see what the percentage, if there's at least one-eighth of Chametz contained within, that over nine minutes you would have eaten a Kezayis, you could still get lashes according to the Chachamim. So therefore, why if it's in fact it's a Daraisa, then why the Chachamim say you don't get lashes for eating the Kutach Abavli? I, I understand they don't agree with the Hetzim Etzavli Isser part of it, but what about according to you that there's a Kazai's Kedachilis Pras part of it? According to them, you should get lashes for that. That's the more, that's a biased pushback on Rabdimi. That if there's, in a mixture such as this, you would say Kedachilis Pras is the Raisa, then they shouldn't say across the board, you don't get lashes. So let's sit inside. So says as follows. Iachi, if in fact Kedachilus Pras is the Raisa, a Michaeli Rabban Aleid Rabban Lozor, the Kutach Abavli. Why in the case of Kutach Abavli do they emphatically disagree? Rabban Lozor says you get lashes, and they say you don't get lashes. Why not? You could, you should be getting lashes if it's Kedachilus Pras. It's more like this. I'll tell you why not. Because this pungent dip of Kutach Abavli, if a person in order to be able to eat a kazais of it, you would have to swallow a whole bunch of it in one shot. You'd have to kill, like drink it. That's not how people. That's not how people eat the thing. So if it's because you drink, you like swallow it in gulps. That's your, then there's something wrong with you. That's not the way people do it. If you don't, if you eat something, very important halacha. If you eat something in a way that people don't normally, eat, you're not going to be chayev for something because that when the Torah answers that eating, it has to be in the eating the way it's normally eaten. So therefore, if the guy's pouring it down his throat in order to get the kezayas, that wouldn't be considered the way people normally eat. So what are you going to say? He's going to eat the way normally eats. He's dipping. Dipping, in order to get to a gazaz, is going to take a much longer time than the required nine So therefore, the Chachamim emphatically say, for eating Kudach HaBavli on Pesach, you're not going to get lashes, because A, we don't hold the Hetim Etzav Le'Isr, and B, in this case, the case of Gdechilis Pras would not apply, and therefore that's why they could state emphatically, says Rav Dimi, back to Abai. Let's see it inside. So Amalei, so Abayah responded to, I mean, Rav Dimi responded to Abayah. He says, Hanach l'kudach ha-babli. Leave aside the case of kudach ha-babli. Because the concept of kudach pras is not applicable to the case of kudach ha-babli. Because if the guy's pouring it down his throat to get to the kazais amount within nine minutes, but the diet so called Adam, his mind is nullified and negated to the mind of regular people. What that means, He's not acting the way a normal person would act, and we don't consider that to be an achila. And im kashatar, and if he's actually dipping it the way normal people eat it, then what's the problem going to be? You will not get to the shear in time of a kazai in the day of It's going to take him much longer. So basically, that's how Rabdini has rebuffed Abai. Now, Abai is not giving up. 
Abai is basically saying like this. Again, let's just not lose sight because we're going to circle back. Abai is saying is that Rabbi Yochanan said only by Nazir to say Hashem is of the Isser. Then how could Rabbi Yochanan explain the case in Tvul, the Mishnah in Tvul Yom that says that if you eat a Kazayas from this mixture that was predominantly chulin and had some truma in it, if you eat a Kazayas from it, you're going to be high of lashes. The Chora, that means he holds head to Mestav Le'isr. Says Rav Dimi, pushes back. No, that's not because of Kazais. That's because Kedachilas Pras. That's why you chive in that case. Not for eating only a Kazais, because then you, then, then Taka, you, you, according to Yochanan, would not say head to Mestav Le'isr. So then Abai says, that means you're saying Kedachilas Pras, you're going to get lashes for it. In a case where it's such a mixture, that means you hold this Doraisa. Rav Dimi said, yes. It is a Doraisa, even though you got other things mixed into it, Kedechir's Prasav Isser, your Avakazais, within the nine minutes, you will chive. A Sivay says they want to follow They want to ask the following question. Now let's set it up. Shtemaduchas, you have two mortars. A mortar, it's a large container that you grind spices in. Alright? Achal shal truma, achal shal chulin. One is labeled truma, which only Kohanim can eat these spices. The other one is labeled chulin, where anybody's allowed to eat from these spices. Now, and in front of these two large mortars, there were smaller pots of food. And the idea was, and again, one pot was labeled truma, and one pot was labeled chulin. The idea was the spices from the mortar of truma should be dumped into the pot of food that is Truma, and then only Kohanim could eat that pot. And the other pot of food, which has chulin on it, should have the spices from the chulin mortar dumped into it, okay? However, the people were asleep at the job, and somehow one mortar got dumped into one pot, but they could not tell which one got dumped into which one. Now, if you'd ask any of us, what should be the rule? Both pots should only be able to be consumed by Kohanim. Because how do you know the spices of truma went into the truma pot, may went to the chulim pot, and that would negate the right of a non-Kohen to eat from that pot. Yet that's not the halacha. So, not mutaros. They both have the original heter. Pot A for the Kohanim, Pot B for non-Kohanim. Why? Shani Omer, because I'm allowed to say, Chulun l'soh chulun naflu, and Trumun l'soh trumun naflu. And now the Chorah, the only way you take, well, that's a tremendous leniency, right? The only way you'd be able to say that at that type of a suffix, you'd go leniently, if the only Isser involved was an Isser, the Rabbonon. But if it be an Isser, the Raisa involved, then what? Then you would not be allowed to say what? That, uh, regular, the Israelis could eat that. You'd have to say go and only a Kohen can eat both. So it means we're only dealing with Isid Rabboni and not Isid Raisa. Now says the Gemara like this. Very nice. Says the Gemara as follows. Now it's true, the spices that fell from the from into the pot of food make up a smaller amount of the entire. Mixture of food. That's true, right? Now, if in fact you, says Abayat Rabdim, if you in fact are correct, that you'd say, Kedei Achilles Pras, Kedei Achilles Pras, within nine minutes, you, if you consume a Kezayas of Isser, you have violated Torah law, 
then how can we go lenient over here? Because the Chora, you would have to measure, if you have at least one-eighth of the mixture being spices, right, that's the Shiliran, if you have one-eighth of the mixture being spices, and there's a possibility that the Truma fell into the Chulin, then that mixture would be, if a, if a non-Kohen would eat a nine-minute meal, he would consume a kazais of these spices, he would all be over an Isidoraisa. So if you tell me Kedechilis Pratz in a mixture is a Doraisa, then how can we be lenient and say the Chulin fell into the Chulin, the Truma fell into the Chulin? Must be, we don't have to worry about it being a Doraisa. Why? Because that Kedechilis, that din is only a Durabonim. So he's trying to show that the din of Kedechilis Pratz is only Durabonim, it's not the Raisa. Yes? Ira, clear? Yeah, no, because we still have Truma, right? Yeah, but it's and Truma. And it's Truma that has been... Button. The truma no, has become it's become mixed so it's become it's become mixed into the larger shear and you and therefore and, and, and there and might be also to have even but it's only it's only a durabonon. It's allowed as nullified yeah. once the other. Okay. All right. So now is a deraisa. Amayam shani omer. Why can you rely on this leniency of shani omer? Ella, right. And therefore it must be that this idea of 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 this idea of cannot be a deraisa, it must be a derabonon. Even that, when it's a mixture, might be almost only be a derabonon, which allows you to be leaner. Now listen to the Gemara's Gavaliga pushback. So Gemara says like this, this is what Rabdini pushes back to Abayah. Let's go back to the original question. Abayah had a question. Rab Yochanan learned, right? Rab Yochanan said that if you have a, uh, if, if you have the the uh, uh, truma got mixed into the condiments of truma got mixed into a dough of uh, of 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 of, of right and and that you have the other, a porridge a porridge of chulin and you touched one part of it that part became tummy and we wanted to know why that you part became chulin with a small amount of truma. Yes. Okay, yeah. So he said that part, and he says, "Why? Because if you eat a kazais of it, okay. then you're not going. He never says you have kazais of it. You're going now. So Abaya said, "Why? Must because you're saying the heter part combines with the iser to make it." So so Abdimi pushed back. He said, "No, it's over nine minutes. It's talking about that you eat a kazais, and therefore it's nothing to do with heter being mitzvah of iser. It's not a contradiction of Yechonah." So now, what, what did Abaya say? Well, that assumes because you get lashes that heter mitzvah of iser is deraisa. Right? So he said, yes, it's Doraisa. So now, comes back Abai and says, but we see it's not Doraisa. Because it would be Doraisa, how could it be if the Chulin, uh, if the Truma if, if the uh, spices perhaps fell into the Chulin spices, that if it would be Doraisa, how could we let a non-Kohen eat that mixture? He might be eating a Kazais of these spices over nine minutes. So therefore, so, so then he pushes back. Okay, so what are you going to tell me? That Hector Mitzvah Iser is only... I'm not that that kedei achilas pras is 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 the rabbonon, right? So then the problem is then you have to say that Rabbi Yochanan holds of heter mitzvah leister. So if you hold of heter mitzvah leister, then that becomes the daraisa problem, right? Right. So therefore, what? So you're not going to say we're not saying kedei achilas pras. Then you have to say because heter mitzvah leister, right? 
So then, if you have to worry about Hetem and Star of Le'isra, and that's what would be the problem over here, then you still have a question. If Hetem and Star of Le'isra, then how can we go lenient on the Durabonon and say Suffolk Durabonon Lakula? You might have a Derisa problem, you have Hetem and Star of Le'isra, which is also a Derisa if you hold of it. And you, you're not giving a choice, because the way Rabbi Yochanan said, it's either because he holds Hetem and Star of Le'isra, or because he holds, because of, in the Mishnah over there, because Kadeachilis Pras. So if it's not because of Kadeachilis Pras, then it must be the Pshat in the Mishnah is Hetem and Star of well, if Hetem is derisa, then why doesn't apply over here? And there should be a derisa here, and how can you go lenient with saying that the pot of Chulin fell into Chulin and the, and, 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 and derisa, right? So Moses is like, so why are we lenient over here? So Moses says like this, must be the shot over here is that it's a derabonin for a different reason. Not because, they, they forget about uh, whether Gedeachilus Pras, that's not, or, or you have had to start the issue. It's all overridden by another issue. You know what the other issue is? That really Minatora, that's the way Rashi learns, that Minatora, it's only three items that are derisive truma. Tiroj Yitzhar Vedagan. Tiroj Yitzhar Vedagan is, uh, is either wine, oil, or grain. Those, anything else is only a rabbinical truma. Now, what are we talking about over here is the truma. Spices. The spices. Spices are only durabonin. So the whole reason over here why you can be lenient is because you're dealing with a durabonin truma to begin with. So therefore, it has nothing to do with kedachilas pras. It has nothing to do with hetemistav l'itzer. None of that's going to make a derisa because the ingredients themselves are only durabonin. So when it says, Elahanech l'trumatavlin, leave alone the truma of spices because they're all durabonin anyway. Durabonin heat. Eighth they want to ask another question, which is a similar case, but here you can't get away so easy saying we're talking about Truma Durabona. Why? At least not because it's not spices. Shtei Kupos, you have two large containers. Achashul Truma, one's marked Truma. Vachashul Chulin, and one is marked Chulin. Alright? And they have in it flour. Vilifneim Shtei Sa'in, and they have two measuring containers, which are smaller, in front of them. Again, one is marked The idea is the container, the large container, should be dumped into the smaller container of its kind. Truma into truma, chulin into chulin, and that's that's what should be dumped into it, right? Or it, it's grain into grain. Here we deal with grain. So you, now, whatever the problem is going to be, you're not going to be able to say the chorah that it's a durabonon. Why? Because we're dealing with grain. If you're dealing with grain. Grain is one of the three things that are derisa. Now what happens when the large containers were dumped into the smaller, or, 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 or the other way around, the smaller measuring flasks were dumped into the larger containers, alright? Still, Shnei and Mutarin, I think that's the way the, the, the measuring containers went into the larger containers, and now it's grain and grain, but now the Chorah, maybe the Truma went to the Chul and the Chul went to the Truma, no. We, uh, you can go lenient. The chorus means it's derabbanan. Shani Omer elus ech elu mutarin. Now the chorus. So here we have a problem. Elus nei mutarin. Now says the Shani Omer chulin sar chulin naflu and trumel sar trumel naflu. Now here we're going to have a problem because now like this, if you tell me isal gadai the gadai gadai is the gadai achilas pras is derisa is awesome in a Torah. So therefore, how do you know when you're consuming, you might be consuming a kezayis of the grain of the iser, the, the non-kohen. It wasn't the special. It's not this is talking about grain. Grain, it's grain. So that, that's going to be a problem. So therefore, how could you be lenient? Now, I, so why do you have the same question? So if it's not, if it's not, uh, uh, pras, 
That means Rabbi Yochanan must be saying that there is a derisive problem of Heter Mitzarav Le'isr. Well, if there's a problem of Heter Mitzarav Le'isr that applies even in situations of Truma, so here you have going to have a derisive problem because the Heter, uh, the non-Truma is going to combine with it. He says that's not going to be a problem. Now, very important, this is the, the way the, the, the Tabalai Kosas explain this. Listen very carefully. If you hold, if you hold Heter Mitzarav Le'isr, right, now, there's going to be two different mixtures. There's one, it's min b'mino, like with like, like our case, grain with grain. Or there's min b'she'en amino, which is a two items, which would be like the case of the spices mixed with the, with the food, which are two of non-like items. But the one is going to say as follows, is that when I say, heter is mitzarif le'isr, when I say Hetz Mitzarev Le'isr, if they are of the same item, then the Isr has to be equal, if not more, than the Hetzer. Only then will I say, because it's not really discernible in terms of its taste, it's only then the amount makes a difference. So therefore, when it's equal or more than Isr, I would say Hetzer Mitzarev Le'isr, if you hold as an issue of Hetzer Mitzarev Le'isr. But if you hold, the only time we say that it doesn't have to be equal amounts, the isser could be even less, if it's non-like items. Because then the item actually gives taste, it's identifiable in the mixture, so therefore that's where you say Hetzer Mitzarev Le'isr, even though, so now, According to me, if I hold, because of Hetzer Mitzvah Le'isr, Rabbi is saying, and I hold that Lechor we see from Rabbi Yochanan, and I have a caution Rabbi Yochanan, because you see from that Mishnah Hetzer Mitzvah Le'isr, so therefore, over here that's not a problem, because I don't apply over here Hetzer Mitzvah Le'isr, because we're dealing with a smaller container that fell into a larger container, so the the possibility of the truma that fell into the chulin, that would be the smaller amount. And if it would be the smaller amount, there's no problem of hetem itzar of le'isr. But according to you, that there's still a problem of that you can achilas pras, achilas pras, as long as within nine minutes you're going to be eating a kazayas, you still have a problem. So why, if it's the raisa, do we say that I'm allowed to be lenient and go suffix lakula? So Bishlam Lididi says, Abai, according to me, that I hold that Shatan Rabbi Yochanan before was because of Hetem Mitzvah Le'isr, and that's the problem, and then I have a contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan, Damin Mishum Hetem Mitzvah Le'isr, in the case we had before with the porridge, so Kagon to Nefisha Chulin, you were talking about that the Chulin is the majority over here, and when the Mechulin is the majority, and the Isr is the minority, and it's like items, Min Bamino, we don't say Hetem Mitzvah Le'isr. El Lididach, Damin Mishum De'ika Kazayi, Vedeh Achilas Pras, it doesn't matter if the chulin is the majority. As long as the minority is significant enough that you'd be eating his eyes of it, it should be problematic. So this is a very strong question on the way Rabdimi wanted to explain Rabbi Yochanan before. Comes along Rabdimi and he figures a way out as well. He says like this, is that the Tana of this Brisa holds that this Brisa is taught after there's no base on Migdash. When there's no base on Migdash, then Truma also, even though it involves grain, is still only the Rabbonon. He says, uh, uh, so, leave alone Truma nowadays after the Churban Abayis, which is only the Rabbonon. And since it's only the Rabbonon, even if grain, you're right, normally is the Raisa. And if normally, Hector Mitzvah of Issa would create a problem, the Raisa, it's not going to create that problem over here, because the whole problem over here underlying is on the Rabbonon, and therefore you rabbis came along and said, it's all the we're going to allow you to say that the truma fell into the truma and the chulin fell into the chulin. Jim, we'll stop over here.